and just crying to my mom. And I'm like, I don't want to do this. I'm terrified. Really? Because Idol had actually reached out to me. Yeah. Uh, from like Man, the TikTok it, videos. It's, it's like the TikTok. Do I call LA? Do they they call me? Well, you literally got that. But was it what? Well, because I don't know. I always <laughs> feel weird saying that. But like, I do want to make it clear. It's not like I was like, I want to sing in front of like all these people. Cause sure. I, like, of course I would want to, but I did not have the confidence to do that. Like, yeah. I was horrified. I had the worst stage fright. Where'd you get the confidence then? I didn't. Like, I I was like, I was like, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. To the actual podcast. Does it sound crispy? Yeah. I love that, man. The the technology we have here at WKYC, man, and local news, it's outstanding. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. (laughs) All right, well, I I would like to first uh, welcome... My new friend, Mary Jo Young. We've had a little bit of technical difficulties, so we've been able to get, in, get to know each other a little bit more, so it's been fun. It has been fun. Man, I'll tell you I what. I love technical difficulties. Yeah, because technical difficulties are an opportunity to where you can get to know people. Exactly. And look at us rock and Where roll. there's technical difficulties, there's friendships to be made. <laughs> friendships to be made all over the place. It also gave me an insight into knowing that, yes, you might be a singer, but you're not a diva. Because oh, so so yeah. thank yeah. you for that. <laughs> thank you. Can confirm Mary Jo Young, not a diva. But for those of you who don't know Mary Jo, I mean, super talented singer. You might have seen her on American Idol, um, signed with Atlantic Records. You're 22 mm. years old. You're just absolutely killing it. You've you. got like 1.5 million, 1.3. I don't want to sell you sh- too short. 1.3 well, on say TikTok. 3 million, so people think it's 3 million. She has not. 50 million <laughs> followers on TikTok. Manifestation, it, baby. Manifestation. Let's rock and roll. Oh, my goodness. Well, but also, uh, I think the most important thing is to add to the rap sheet is Clevelander. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Big time. Big and time. a little bit of uh, behind the curtain here. There's like two feet of snow that just came down this morning. <laughs> and I was kind of thinking, like, maybe she won't come in because you're East Sider, right? It's kind of, uh, yeah. 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 yeah but I, I didn't mind it. I mean, I, well, okay. Just got well, Cleveland in your blood. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I was ready. I've been in LA. Yeah. So I haven't gotten to enjoy the snow. So I'm like, oh yeah, let's tackle these roads. I got this. Yeah. 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 You know I mean? <laughs> <laughs> there, there was a recent thing that came out on Instagram of someone who moved here from Arizona and she, it was like the first snow a few weeks ago and, and she was like crying. She's like, this is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And all the comments oh. were like, give, give it a few just weeks. Wait, yeah. Give wait. it a few weeks. Yeah. I was driving and I was thinking, I was like, it's so pretty, the snow, and then I'm like, mm, wait, it gets so ugly so fast, though. Because in movies, they only show it looking pretty, but yeah. then they don't show when it's like, you know, all the dirt and everything, yeah. all the dog pee. Yeah, no. <laughs> it gets gross you, real quick. You want to stay away from, from the yellow snow, for yeah. sure. But but I, I love the snow this time of year. I also I also feel like such a hack reporter starting off with weather, but that's okay. Uh, we are uh, talking, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I love uh, snow up until about mid-February. That's and then I'm bad. like... Then I'm like, peace out. Yeah, yeah. But that's why it's nice having seasons because you're always looking forward to the next season. Totally. But then at the very end of every one of them, you get so tired of it. Sure. Yeah. Now, living in L.A., how long have you lived out there for? Well, so like, I don't really live out there, but I was just out there for two and a half months. And, like, before that, I usually go about every other month and stay for a month. Okay. Yeah. Two weeks to a month. And you came back right now for the holiday season, things like that? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Then I have a wedding this weekend. Okay. And then I think I'm going to move out there probably March, it's looking like. Sure. What's yeah. that going to be like for you? Are you excited about it? Are you, like, a little, like, afraid to leave home? Or uh, what is that kind of like? Is it bittersweet? I get really homesick. And I didn't know that I did until I moved to Nashville for eight months to try that out. Moved right back to Cleveland. I did was you? Like, I can't move yet. Was this before the singing career? or was No, this, this was during. During. This was probably last year. Sure. 
And then I was like, okay, let's try this out. For Los Angeles, I've been traveling there the last two years on and off, so it was so much easier. Yeah. I feel like to get adjusted, whereas Nashville, it was an impulse because I was like, you know, I, I was born in Knoxville, Tennessee, so okay. I figured that it was going to be a lot like that, sure. and it wasn't. And I just what and I thought, okay, it has all four seasons and I can drive back to Cleveland. The problem was is I could drive back to Cleveland. So I would drive back to Cleveland yeah. every single weekend. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, this is your career, Mary Jo. Like and now I'm just fully in it and ready. Sure. Good for you. And, yeah. and and is it because, you know, moving out to LA is because maybe a combination of different things. Is it more like you found your home there, you found your friends there where maybe it was a little bit different in Nashville, or is it literally just the distance where you're, or maybe you're more ready to take the leap into your career? Yeah, well, I think with Nashville, I made friends there and I really liked it, but I think in LA I had more time to adjust sure. to like creating like a community down there and getting used to not having seasons and everything yeah. and seeing what cities I like and where I could live. It's just like I had a lot more time to adjust. Yeah, no, I get yeah. that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. definitely the distance. That's like a big thing why I'm nervous. Sure. I mean, I love seasons too, uh, but I love the good seasons, like the warm yeah. ones and yeah. then make it a little bit of winter. Spring for me is just throw it away. I don't need it. Yeah, spring is yeah. kind of, I love spring, but at the same time, it's kind of like it's nice outside, but it's always wet. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it's like... Or especially here in Cleveland, I'm from northern Illinois, and it was kind of the same thing, where it was like 30 or 75, and yeah. then like going back and forth yeah. uh, of this. But, you know, speaking of, of L.A., you just got back uh, a few weeks ago, come back to celebrate the holidays. So what, what are you primarily doing out there? Are you, like, recording? Are you writing? Are you just meeting with people and just, like, really trying to immerse yourself into the business? Yeah, basically it's just a ton of meetings and a ton of recording, like, every day and writing. We're just yeah. about to sign a publishing deal, actually, for writing, so I've been doing really? a lot of that. Yeah. So are you you trying to so it would be you writing for other artists yeah it's like that but then it's also if like i've written like probably over 100 songs in the last like eight months sure and we have a group of songs and we're like okay seems like, like a these, lot seems like a lot, was, of was a lot of songs yeah. and i was like well some of these aren't my artistry that's when i was finding myself so if i don't want those songs i can pitch them to other artists and they're songs that i have written sure maybe with a couple other people in the room but they're for me and now i'm like oh yeah I, I do love to kind of see when artists do that because yeah. it's interesting to see that like I, like Ed Sheeran does a lot like you know Julia Michaels has done this mm -hmm. a lot too I mean like all of these different artists it's really kind of fun to see like oh you wrote that and then handed it to this person like um like my, the the crazy the one that I like is Ed Sheeran wrote um and if you think oh, love yourself love yourself and gave it yeah. to Justin Bieber yeah, and it's just like things like that are, are really interesting to see. So do you kind of see yourself trying to do more of the, the writing aspect along with, you know, singing into this as well? No, I think definitely much more of an artist, but being able to write my own songs more, which I've been doing anyway. But kind of creating for other artists, too, is that's always a fun thing. Yeah. You go into a session and if it's for me, then I'm totally writing for me. But if they ask, hey, MJ, do you want to go into this session with this other artist, help write for them, then I'm totally down for that, too. Because yeah. sometimes it's cool if they're a new artist and they don't feel comfortable writing their own story and, like, you can help morph, like, kind of figure out their story with them in sure. the way that they can deliver. I don't know if that makes sense. No, it does. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to find someone's voice. Yeah, yeah. yeah or build exactly. that rapport. Exactly. Or if you want to write a song and you yeah. don't want to come out with it because it's too vulnerable, then another artist can sing it and it'd still be something you had written. Yeah. I mean, it's it's 
interesting to me that you ha- are pretty young into this business, 22 mm-hmm. years old. You kind of got your start on American Idol at 19. I mean, in those two to three years, where, how have you developed your writing skills? Because writing is hard, you know, and especially writing music, you're adding another piece of writing onto it. Yeah. Uh, how have you been able to, to morph that? It was so weird. So when I was little, I would write probably when I was like seven years old. Yeah. Like I would just lay down and I always have written. And then I kind of stopped for a little bit and then I'd always go back into it. So I think I always had this like thing for it. Like I always knew. Sure, like an act. I, for, yeah, 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 yeah. So I was kind of. Yeah, I just always did it. And then once I started going into sessions, I didn't know that I was, like, allowed to kind of participate in writing. Ah. So after Idol, when I started doing these sessions with other producers and writers, I was like, oh, there's, like, a headliner. Or a head... Oh, my gosh, why am I blinking? No? Okay, I can't remember. Like a head writer, that and then head other writer. Like, yeah, there's a writers. word for it. So there's like a hierarchy in writing when you sit down. Yeah, to, to do yeah a movies? top liner. A, a top, top liner. liner. Top liner. Okay. Write it down, okay. ladies and gentlemen. Okay. <laughs> so there's a top liner, and then like the producers can write a little bit too, and the artists. But I always thought, okay, I can't write. But then I realized, oh my gosh, wait. When I started thinking like of little ideas and saying it, and yeah. they were like, oh my gosh, that's great, keep going. I realized, oh, I'm supposed to be writing too, and they're kind of training me into feeling more confident in the room mm-hmm. to write and now it's it, and i got like used to that really quickly yeah and there is i mean to there there's a an unbelievable confidence that you have to have to be a singer especially like standing on a stage thousands of people you know mm-hmm. on, add on top of that on, on tv too with idol i i love the story to hear that the first time you know you, you have said that you came from a musical family, have been writing for a long, long time. Yeah. But the first time that you ever sang <laughs> in front of people happened to just be like three of the most famous singers of all time <laughs> of Luke Bryan, Katy Perry, and Lionel Richie at American Idol. I mean, yeah. what, what was that like for you? Oh my gosh, it was traumatizing in the most beautiful <laughs> way. <laughs> I literally, well, I remember waking up and just crying to my mom and I'm like I don't want to do this I'm terrified really because Idol had actually reached out to me yeah uh, from like Man, the TikTok that, videos it's, it's like the TikTok do I call LA do they they call me well, you literally got that but it was what it, well because I don't know I always <laughs> feel weird saying that but like I do want to make it clear it's not like I was like I want to sing in front of like all these people cause sure I, like of course I would want to but I did not have the confidence to do that yeah like, I was horrified I had the where, worst where, stage fright. Where'd ever. you get the confidence then? Uh, I didn't. Like, I, <laughs> like, I was like, I was like, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. I had just like my videos were doing well, so I, like my team that I had just started working with was like, hey, it's COVID. No one's gonna be doing live performances. Idol's still going. Like X Factor, like AGT, they're all like reaching out. They're like, do one of these shows. But Idol seemed the most like on it. Sure. So I was like, okay. And then I just did it, and I was, yeah, yeah. That's wild. I don't know if that was a good answer. No, that was phenomenal. <laughs> but then afterwards, you know, you, you sing in front of the judges. You absolutely kill it. I mean, you have one of those voices. And if you're listening to this, go listen to her right now on Spotify. <laughs> it's one of those voices that, like, you kind of, like, stop in your tracks. You're like, wow, there's, like, so much emotion Thank with you. it. And you just, like, boom, your voice. I'm not a record person no, by any no, sense of the imagination, but you can tell talent when you see talent. I, I saw you initially just uh, when you came out with your single Cleveland, um, and I'm from Cleveland posted it, the the, the yeah. Instagram page, and I was like, I need to talk to that girl. I need to get her on the podcast, and, and here we are. Uh, but going back, it was you 
on American Idol, you first sing in for the first time ever in front of Lionel Richie, you know, uh, Katy Perry, Luke Bryan. And then right after that, they're like, you, you, you talk, you said you've never sang in front of yeah. your mom before. And then they bring your mom in to sing in, in front of her. What were you more nervous yeah. about, singing in front of the three superstars or in front of your mom? I think the three superstars... Um, my mom, I didn't, I thought I would be nervous in front of my mom, but yeah. for some reason it kind of like calmed me down. Well, you got a pretty good boost of confidence from three pretty major superstars yeah, well, to go in there. I like never had trained like singing in front of people when I was nervous. So it's hard to go back and watch it just cause like when you nervous sing, you're all like shaky. Sure. So I can't even go back and watch any of them cause I was like terrified. Really? Yeah. But I have a feeling it was so weird when they were trying to like talk and ask questions in the very beginning that almost sounded like, cause they knew and the producers knew that I hadn't been planning on doing the show at first. Yeah. And they keep asking questions that they watched the videos because they were talking about the cracks and the rasp. And I'm like, I didn't do that in this audition. Like, I was too scared. Like, I know how I sing. And they were like pointing out these little things that I do. And I'm like, I feel like the, they have something or they've watched the videos prior. Yeah. Okay. So I'll track, but I was just sure. thinking about why I wasn't like as nervous, but like vocally, I was nervous. Yeah. And, you know, you, you talk about, you know, you kind of grew up singing a little bit. How did you never sing in front of your mom until you were 19? Did you not, did you not like think that you were that good or something? Well, okay. So I kind of did up until I was like seven years old. Okay. So I get, but I didn't like seriously sing in front of her. I just, it was when I moved to Ohio, I think yeah. I was like eight years old. I completely just stopped. I don't know what happened, but I just like got this horrible stage fright and stopped sure. singing in front of everyone. Yeah. I think I was just scared. I, I don't know. Some childhood trauma. I don't know what happened there. Yeah. Was it the yodeling contest? Did you win a yodeling contest in fourth grade? Oh, my gosh. No. No. Okay. Well, is that, is no, that, it's funny you, you say know, that. I was going to ask you if I, that was real because I, I was reading this, this article about you, and I'm like, that sounds fake. It, no, it's real. Oh, it's real. But, okay. But so, okay. So in the. You could have been Mason Ramsey. Literally. Yeah. I would have loved to do it too. Okay. <laughs> when I was in the third grade, I had come across this video on America's Got Talent, and it was, um, I think her name was Taylor. I can't remember her last name. Yeah. And she Swift. yodeled. And I was like, well, <laughs> not quite. But she is country. Yeah. Well, I guess Taylor's not country anymore. But anyway, so I was like, okay, I want to do this. So I learned and I like studied her. And the school talent show was in three days. Yeah. And you can't learn how to yodel in three days. That's, that's a quick turnaround. But, yeah. And then I auditioned and it was in front of a ton of people. Yeah. Like people like in my class and everything. And I did not make it. So I did not get to do the talent show. We need to update that article because it says that you won. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why it says that. I I make it very obvious that I did not even make the talent (laughs) show. (laughs) Audition for a talent show doing yodeling. Uh, I'm glad that they they probably knew I was going to get made fun of. But have you worked worked on your yodeling since? That would be an awesome track just to throw down like, like a bonus track. Not anymore, but like. I did, I went along for it probably for like two years after, and I think it really helped me with some of like my vocal stuff yeah. now. Like, I'm not going to lie, like go. the training really helps. Yeah. You and Mason Ramsey, I'll tell you what, that could, yeah. be, that could be a hot yodeling duo. He's, he's a G. He is a G. Yeah. An OG. And now it's like weird that he's, he's not even that old. And yeah. it's like, it's kind of wild to, to watch his, his career go from what it is. How old um, is he now? I 10? think he's like probably 15. Oh my gosh. He's 15. Probably something I like still that. think of him as like nine or he, 10. He might even be like a little older because he does this thing, like a giveaway of like people can take him to prom. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he's definitely That's like kinda cute. prom age, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'd take Mason to prom. Yeah. Like I got Mason. Actually, Ramsey wait, that might prom. be. 
never mind. Well, no. no <laughs> well, first that. off, you're I'm not in high school any I'm longer. High school. Hypothetically, <laughs> when you were 18 or 17, you'd be taking the 15 year old. How's yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Little, yes, yes. A little automatic PR That's for you. That's a better you. way to yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I want to know There's a little a bit about like the ins and outs of American Idol of because I know so we'll, we'll talk about your TikTok career in, in a second, but that's kind of where they found you, and then so reach out to you. The first time you sing isn't in front of Lionel, uh, you know, the, the three main judges. Do they kind of give you through a process, or was it? Yeah. No, they do. Um, usually it's in person, but this time it was over Zoom. Okay, because it was... thank God yeah. for me, because I was already terrified and sure. not singing in front of anyone. But we did, I think, like three Zoom rounds. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So, like, with producers and... Yeah, first it's um, casting agents, and then they take you to... I think the producers and then the execs. Okay. And then the execs decide, and then you go and do it in front of the judges. Who's your favorite judge? Oh, geez. I, okay, genuinely, I don't know. Because, like, Luke was really funny, and he yeah. complimented my hair. Yeah. And I got it dyed, not when it was blonde. <laughs> so I was like, okay, Luke, okay, if you want to wipe me up, just say it. <laughs> <Yeehaw>. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But, like, Katie was, like, she was great. She would yeah. come into the rehearsals. And stuff, and like just like be really sweet. And she gave me really good, like actual advice. Not yeah. just like, just breathe, just do that. No, she gave me like vocal, like advice and like how to like kind of stand out and everything. Sure. And then Lionel was like a little like dad grandpa thing. Totally. You know, I just wanted to pinch his little cheeks. So cute. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And, and so, like, when you come in, what, what do you do like right after you, because you got the golden ticket, uh, sorry for anyone, spoiler alert, you know, but <laughs> I mean, you ended up getting 24th, so yeah. right after, um, you know, you, you the first initial thing, where do you kind of go yeah. from there, and you just kind of thr thrust into this TV show? Yeah, no, exactly, you, you get the ticket, and then you go off, and you do a bunch of other interviews right after, and then... You, I think the next day, if you stay, you do more interviews the day after. Okay. Like BTS and like B-roll and all that. And then you go home for a few days. They tell you what's next. You pack your bags. You go to that location. Yeah. So. I mean, being 19 years old, you like just graduated high school um, yeah. at the time, you know, yeah. of, of doing this. I mean, what, what was it? I mean, what was going through your mind as you're like thrust into like kind of the national spotlight? And, and you know, especially during COVID too, of like a lot of people are watching that yeah. show because you know people couldn't leave our homes yeah. yeah i i was grateful because even though like i worked in real estate and i wanted to be a realtor since i was in first grade yeah so i was like i'm gonna go to csu and i'll get like i'll major in business minor in marketing and i just knew i wasn't really happy sure with it. so and i knew i wanted to sing like i always knew that but it was kind of embarrassing and sounded cheesy to tell people that mm -hmm. when like no one really takes you serious until you actually are doing something yeah. with it so I kind of was just really grateful that I was like, okay, now I don't have to do like business and marketing and I can do what I want to do and people will take me seriously and I don't have to feel weird about it. Yeah, there is something to be said about like when you find that when you, when you break down the barrier of yeah. being like, all right, I don't, I, I'm, I don't care if I look stupid. Yeah. I don't really care what other people think about me. And then, because, you know, the, I'm sure you would have been a great realtor. You're super personable <laughs> and things like that, but I don't think that's exactly what you were meant to do, yeah. especially like at this moment in time. Yeah. You were probably holding on to like, I have this talent. I have this probably at the time secret passion to do yeah. this. 
and then kind of went for it and found happiness in that. Exactly, and I kind of always knew, like I, I would post videos of me doing weird stuff all the time, and yeah. I'm always like, it was crazy. So I'm like, how? it's not that out of pocket for me to go and do this. Like, why am I caring? I never care about what people think of me. Why am I caring now? Sure. Like, so then once I was just like, whatever, and just went for it, now I just don't care. Yeah. It's like you'd like this boundary just lifts up or not boundary, I guess wall. Yeah. That kind of just like barrier. Barrier yeah. like lifts up and now it's like comments, anything like that. It just doesn't phase me. I'm just like I'm happy. So Sure. And, and you know, with you know, I'm sure a lot of it is amazing things that people say about you, but but having like one point three million followers, yeah. I'm sure that there's some hate. How, how do you deal with, with that? So basically I always think of it as like either they're really young and they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Number two, if you can't take opinions, don't be in this industry. Yeah. And then number three, if they're going through something and they need to drop something on your account just to like, you know, like let something go. I would rather them do that on my page than another seven year old that like can't handle sure. that kind of thing. That's yeah. Those are mainly kind of what I think about. And also if they're just dropping like a hate comment and they keep going if they don't like the video, they're not going to go back and watch it just to be, like, upset with the video 24-7. Yeah. If they like it, that's one thing. But if they don't, it's, like, it's not that deep. Yeah. It's just, like, not. Oh. I don't know. I know like, <laughs> it's not worth it. It's just it's, not. It's not worth it yeah. at, at some it's point. It's not worth that spiral of thinking, like, oh, da 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 Yeah. And there's so many reasons why they could be acting like that, and all of them are just like, eh? What yeah. are you going to do? Sure. And That's their problem, not mine. What I do love is that you've built this career on TikTok and have been, you know, managing and, and have leveraged it out of just being a TikTok singer. But, you know, you were saying that, you know, you, you didn't even sing in front of your mom until you were like 19 or something like yeah. that, you know. Um, what was it like posting that first cover, the first time singing on TikTok? Were you kind of just like, uh, uh, and just and, and sent it or were you cool? Uh, no, I was definitely anxious. I did it in seventh grade on Twitter. Okay. And, like, it had done, like, it did pretty well for Twitter. Did like it? it? Yeah. It, it was okay. It was Skinny Love, and I did, like, the birdie version. Okay. So then I just decided to repost that one on TikTok. So I did that, and then it was the You Broke Me First one, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm balancing a shelf on my head while singing. This is going to be weird, but I'm just going to do it because weird is doing well for other people. Sure. So then I did it, and, uh, yeah, I was anxious, but I was like, oh. Now, was that the first one that, that really blew up? Yeah, yeah. I think it was that one. Was it Bruises by Luis Capaldi? For I think it was, I think it was Bruises, and that did like pretty well. And then it was You Broke Me First that ended up doing like. How many had you posted before you were like before you got one that was viral or a, 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 over a hundred thousand views Maybe, or something? I think like seven. Well, okay. Seven yeah. or eight. Yeah, yeah because I feel uh, sometimes people post one video and they're like. Oh, I didn't get yeah. a million views or something like that. You know, I'm gonna, but you kind of kept at it. So, yeah. like, this was something that you were clearly wanting to do. I think those were those are just singing videos, though. It was like a seven or eight for sure. the singing ones, and the other videos were just like my dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of dog do you have? I don't know. They you say know? He's, <laughs> okay. he's got four legs. Well, I don't he's know. Like, he's a rescue. Okay. So there's that. But when I get him groomed, they say he's a Havanese. Sure. So it's your typical curly-haired small dog. Okay. Yeah, my yeah, next yeah. one's going to be a big bear dog. A big bear dog? But I want to rescue it, so I need to find something that Yeah, we got the Cleveland APL right here. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you what. Yeah. I'll go there after this. Uh, absolutely. And, and speaking of Cleveland, you got your new single out. Uh, oh, yeah. Rightfully called 
Cleveland. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's a great, I, 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 have, a, I have a question about yeah. it before we get into the song. Who is Julia? And why is she such a psycho? Because you sing about that <laughs> in the first like two lines. Julia. I'm is, like, look at this girl. <laughs> Julia, I love Julia. Okay, Julia is one of my best friends, and she has one of the biggest personalities that I know. Yeah. So when I hang so out, so she's with obnoxious her, a little bit. She's awesome. She's like, <laughs> and she's so nice, like yeah. genuinely, and like I'm not even just trying to hype her up because we're on a podcast, like where I don't want to talk about her. Okay, yeah, yeah. About her. <laughs> You're good. But literally, like she's just one of a kind, and. We were going through names for the songs, and I was like, okay, this is perfect for Julia. Yeah. Because she is just, like, psycho in the most beautiful way. Yeah. Like, beautiful personality. I'm like, if there's going to be someone's name in this song to show, like, a highlight of my life, it's going to be Julia. Yeah. Because she is a highlight of my life. Was it ever going to be called Julia as a psycho, or was it just going to be called Always Cleveland? No, because then people might think that I'm saying, like, Julia's, like, mentally a psycho. But <laughs> sure, it's, yeah. like, more it's more like of a sarcastic thing of, oh, screw you, Julia, getting drunk without me. She's yeah. psycho. Like, she's, you know, and, <laughs> she's whack. And, you know, like, moving to L.A. and, you know, being in, in Nashville – was that kind of a hard thing for seeing a lot of your hometown Cleveland friends having fun here? Is that maybe kind of added into the um, the, the um, homesickness that, that you might have had? Like FOMO? A little FOMO, yeah. Um, I'm a big FOMO guy. Yeah. Yeah. I used to get FOMO, but I think my friend group, honestly, is so, like, good about keeping in touch. And, like, we all feel so secure together. Yeah. We don't really, like, we miss each other. But we know, like, we're all missing each other when we go out. Or totally. sometimes I think it's like, oh, they're forgetting about me with FOMO or something. But literally, they'll call me. Yeah. And they're out, or they'll text. Or they'll be like, they're so good about when I'm gone. Sure. That I'm like, it was a little, I miss them, of course. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out GroupMe. I'm a big GroupMe guy. GroupMe? Yeah. What's GroupMe? Yeah. It's where you have a group chat with, with people. It's an app. Am I old? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's like WhatsApp. Ha- like what's that? Oh, I want yeah. to group me like Kick. Do you remember Kick? I don't know. I'm, I'm, oh I don't gosh. think I had Kick. Kick. What is Kick? Kick was like a messaging thing too. We, when you were in like middle school, yeah. And you, literally the conversations would be like, it's usually you, and then like say you think a guy is like cute at your sure. school. You're like, hi, hi, what's up? Nothing. How about you? Nothing. Cool. What's up now? <laughs> like what? literally, and they were so dry. So, so it was like instant messaging. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you like the message, but the like conversations were always so dry because there's always like really young middle schoolers who sure, didn't know who like, were like terrified to talk yeah, to girls exactly. and vice yeah, versa. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. We, I mean, so I'm a little older than you. Well, you're 22. Yeah, I'm 31. Okay. So okay. I graduated high school in 2011, and we in I can remember like getting on AOL instant messenger like you'd have like your screen name yeah your, your eyes are no glossing idea. over right now <laughs> and yeah it was kind of the same thing but you couldn't do it on your phone because you had to go home and you're, you're yeah. just looking you were like oh you're so freaking old but <laughs> no we're, we're moving no, on oh, no 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 <laughs> yeah you're not old <laughs> but i want to hear about um the inspiration for the oh. song cleveland because that was like the first song that i heard from you i was like this chick has some pipes thank you, know? you. and also it's called cleveland i live in cleveland oh. i love cleveland yeah, yeah yeah i'm glad you like cleveland um i went into a session and it was i was having a really hard time traveling back and forth i'm like the adjustment period was just kind of tough yeah. I mean, although because it's hard to be so grateful and then you feel guilty when you're upset when you have such a great opportunity mm-hmm. but the truth of the matter is you're traveling back and forth like it's a big toll on your like sleep schedule totally. when you don't live there and then like just the whole thing getting adjusted to like then social media and like posting and it's a it's very different 
so for me, I was like, I just want to be home with my family because right now in California or in Nashville, I'm just so stressed out and I don't know why, but it was just taking such a toll on me. And I'm like, you know what? I felt so comfortable with the writers and the producers in the room. And I'm like, I need something emotional and I need to just get out how I miss Cleveland. Yeah. And I just need a homesick song because I've been feeling this way for however long I was. Sure. And then now it's so weird to think I wrote that song like eight months ago and I'm in a completely different place. Yeah. It was just like four months of just like, I don't know how I'm going to get adjusted to this. Sure. Yeah. And how were you able to kind of get adjusted to this? Because what, yeah, we're talking that this is eight months ago that you, that you wrote this. Yeah. I am huge on routines. I yeah. have the same routine. and I Tell us your routine. A, what do oh, you got? Okay. Yeah. So I wake up, I make my bed. Do you have a specific time you wake up? Um, that varies. Okay. That varies, but usually I like to wake up in between like eight to nine thirty. Okay. Like that's like kind of like the time sure. frame. But I wake up and this is actually newly added to the routine. There's like this app that I use and it tracks how you're feeling, like da 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 like today's gonna be a great day. Why? Sure. Like all that. And I make like my a, bed. A digital journal. Yeah, type exactly. Deal. Yeah. Exactly. I do that and then I do a morning workout. Usually it's a smaller workout because then I do. I look at my calendar, do everything I need to do during the day, and then at night I usually go for a uh, run. Okay. And I do like my look actual at you, big doing workout. Doing two a days. Well, my goodness. the morning one is just to wake me up, so okay, it's more yeah. like stretching and just like at home Pilates kind of workouts. For sure. And then after that, it's it's just to wake my brain up. Yeah. But I, I built this routine so that I could have it travel with me to whatever state I'm going to be in. Yeah. So when I walk or I run, I can do that in another state. And like in the morning routine, like I can do that. Or like going on my phone on the app, like stuff like that. Just keeping, yeah. Yeah. Just keeping in check. And why have you continued to do that? You know, I've, I'm, I've kind of gotten away from a routine because my, my like sleep schedule is like all over the place. But like, yeah. I do obviously see the benefit of doing it, you know, yeah. being a creature of habit. I don't think it's a bad, th- like, I think routines are for some people and sometimes it's not. And that's totally okay. Like, not everybody like likes them because with me, I know that sometimes I can't get my full day routine in. So as long as I wake up, I make my bed. Yeah. And then I like just go on a walk. Depending yeah. on, or at least a run, I'm happy. And yeah. then, like, just keeping that. I don't know how that's helped me, but it has. Yeah. Because then my brain is constantly thinking about, like, oh, I'm so glad I got XYZ done today being in a different state. Totally. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so when you're kind of going back and forth from L.A. to Cleveland right now, is there, like, a tour on board? Have you kind of gone and played other, other obviously, other places and things like that? I've seen you play at... In, in New York, yeah, right? I yeah. mean, what are, what is kind of that looking like, and is it going to pick up at some point? Yeah, so we just did the Jake tour for a few shows, and then I've been doing shows here and there, and then I'm actually going to do, I think we're announcing this this week, so I feel like it's Whoa, fine. breaking news. But, Let's rock <laughs> This won't be released for two weeks. So. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, you're well, good. Yeah. Breaking um, news, everyone. <laughs> I'm going to be um, opening for Knox, who's also yeah. an Atlantic artist. Nice. And who's also written on some of my songs right when I started. Like, some of my first sessions, like, Don't Call Me, Traffic, yeah. Love Fools. Oh, no, just kidding, Knox. I don't think you were on Love Fools. But you are on, like, a lot <laughs> Sorry, of Sorry, Knox. Sorry, yeah. Knox. But he's a great friend of mine. So um, we're going to go into an East Coast Awesome. So, tour. like, where, where are you going to? That's a good question. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think, like, um, New York, Columbus, 
Maybe May, no, not May, Chicago, so, something like that. Chicago's Midwest, but oh, yeah. <laughs> Stop, okay, this is, why, this is why I need to go back to college. Don't drop out, kids, just don't. Even though that's like elementary stuff. Well, I, so being from Illinois, now living in Ohio, and this isn't poo-pooing on people from Ohio, that's but right. they literally, my wife's from here. Poo-pooing. <laughs> they, uh... My, my wife specifically, but then I've also had this conversation with multiple people. Because mainly because I went to, it's like people from Ohio know East Coast. Yeah. Ohio, they have an idea that Indiana's next to them. Michigan, <laughs> and then, it? It, then no, it's just... like then it's like Denver, Las Vegas, and then California. And like yeah. that is like Ohio yeah. geography. Yeah, and I think in like, Texas though too. And Texas as well. Uh, so I went to University of Iowa and people are like, you went to Wyoming? And I was like, no, I, I went to Iowa. It's, it's not that far from here. I feel like if people live in another state, they all think Wyoming, Iowa, Ohio, like all those kind of places sure. are the same place. If you're thinking like, Wyoming think and Ohio are the same place, you like, legitimately need to look at a globe. And I feel like they think they just think of the same things. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like cornfields and stuff. When it's clearly not, I mean, we have them, but like yeah. Cleveland? I mean, we have the flats. Look at the flats. That place is so fun. Yeah. That Get on your time. Cleveland soapbox. Well, let's rock and roll. What, yeah, what's your favorite exactly. things about Cleveland? Um, okay. So Besides your song. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love, I like the Browns game. Bam. Love, love have you tailgating. Been to one of no. Okay. Oh, wait. Yes, I have. Yes, yeah. I have. Yeah. You just had that much fun. Oh, no. You know there. what? You know what? I only yeah. went to the tailgate and I didn't go to the game. Okay. Because we went to Barley House after. Are you a Muni Lot tailgator or are you a West Sixth tailgator? I've done both. Oh, look at you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think we did both that day. What do you like better, When I'm with though? my family, yeah. it's the lot. And then when I'm with my friends, it's West Sixth. Your you're like your parents, Muni Lot tailgate? Yeah. They're hardcore. Yeah. 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 Well, my stepdad mainly. Okay. Yeah. He loves the Browns. So, yeah, I would say that. I love, I guess Willoughby isn't in Cleveland, but I do love Willoughby. Well, here's a question for you, and this is a hot topic. Yeah. Especially, so people that live in Cleveland, mm -hmm. born and raised in Cleveland, yeah. they're like, I'm from Cleveland. I'm more in the camp, and, like, no one else can say you're yeah. from Cleveland. It's like, okay, like, I get it. Yeah. But, I mean, Willoughby, unless you're, like, I'm going to put the threshold at 40 minutes. Yeah. If you're from Akron, you can't say you're from Cleveland. Yeah. You know? Okay. I do agree with that with right? Akron because Akron and Cleveland, because only because Akron is so popular too. Sure. Yeah. And people love saying, like, like not love saying they're from, like, I don't, I don't know why I said it like that, but <laughs> sorry. But like when they're like, oh, I'm from Akron or I'm from Canton, like I don't consider that Cleveland because yeah. I think because there's big colleges over there also totally. where it separates. And they're big enough. Uh, cities as, as well. Exactly. So yeah. I, I grew up in Rockford, Illinois. I'm 60 miles northwest of Chicago. Okay. If I was in Illinois and people are like, where are you from? I'm from Rockford. If I was yeah. anywhere outside of Illinois or the realm of th people thinking that they knew where Rockford was, I'm yeah. like, I'm from Chicago. Yeah. Just to make it easy. Yeah. But in no yeah. way did I ever claim that I was from right, Chicago right, because right, right, right. it's kind of the same deal in Chicago. It's right. like, unless you grew up, it's like, they, they don't even take suburbs into account. It's like it's Chicago yeah. and that's it. Yeah. It's kind of the same deal here. No. Yeah. Cause I was, I grew up in Willoughby and then also in Solon, but then mm -hmm. I lived in Cleveland during college and okay. then even not when I was in college and had my own apartment. I lived like down here. Okay. So it's about 15 minutes out, 20 minutes out. So it's kind of, well, Solon's like 15, Willoughby's like 20. Yeah. Something like five, that. Something. Yeah. yeah. Around there, depending on where you're coming, what part of Cleveland you're coming yeah. to. Yeah. But 
Yeah, so I kind of just say I'm from Cleveland. Why not? To make it easy. Yeah, make it I easy. Think. I mean, I, can I just say I'm from all three? I like yeah. that. That way no other cities. You're from Northeast scared. Ohio. Yeah. 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 That's bada good. bing, bada boom. There we go. Um, bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start saying that. <laughs> well, so you, you went to Willoughby East Lake? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what, Willoughby South. What were you like in uh, What were you like in high school? Um, crazy. Really? Yeah, there's a lot of videos. Uh, I don't know. I think <laughs> it, it was like I had a bunch of different friend groups. Okay. It wasn't like I was in like the because my high school definitely had cliques, but I had like two main friend groups. I'd say, but I was okay with hanging out with everybody else. Sure. Okay. Yeah, but I was crazy. And like, did you obviously you didn't sing? In no, high school, no. So when all you had all your high school friends, like, was did you like sing at parties or anything like that? It was like a party trick and be like, hey, Mary Jo's pretty good singer. Or you just like, did they just one day see you on American Idol? They're like, what the hell? Um, I don't know. Well, that's when I think it was senior year when I posted my first video on Twitter, so okay. people kind of knew. But I think it was when I was singing in my at my house and my windows were open, and my two friends, Maya Matriano and Sarah Crosentino. Were about to come over okay. and they were in walking distance so they walked and my windows were open so they heard and then they walked in they're like oh my gosh you can say da, 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 da. so then it kind of it was like known but not known that i say sure. i would say okay it wasn't a big deal it wasn't my personality trait like yeah. it was just a little or my whole personality now look at you <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's like, oh, the singer girl? Well, yeah. <laughs> so you've had a bunch of, like, singles released. Yeah. The most recent being uh, Cleveland and, you know, super success on Spotify. I mean, what, mm. One has over a million plays. And, yeah. And, you know, the other ones are in the high 200,000s. I mean, I mean yeah. for just not even releasing an album. Uh, is there an EP coming out? Is there an album coming out that, that we can look forward to? We're going to do a couple more singles, I think. Or we're doing one more single, and then we're packaging up, I think, an EP album thing. I don't know. We have a lot of songs. I'm, yeah. like, kind of re, not re, not rebranding, but I'm starting to go pop rock. Are so you? So after the next song, it's going to be more, like, just more upbeat, kind of, like, more more Don't Call Me's yeah. kind of vibes. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the other one, you're, like, you have a lot of ballads. Yeah, and I think I've just kind of, like, I love them. Don't get me wrong. Like, yeah. I love recording ballads, but now it's so much more fun now that I found my sound for upbeat songs. Sure. Like that Kelly Clarkson modern, edgier vibe. What is the, a little, a little I, I hear a little, a little Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah. And it, like, it's like a mix between her and Julia Michaels. Thank you. I love like, Julia Michaels. Do you? Yeah. Good. Nailed, I, nailed it right I in the head. she's so, yeah. She's pretty unbelievable. She, she really is. Yeah. Um, what was it, you know, and what has the process been like for you to getting into this business, having a lot of people around you, probably a lot of voices thrown at you too, you know, being with Atlantic and, you know, being signed with and also American Idol and writers and, uh, and, and being young too. Um, what has the process been like for you to find that sound that is catchy or that will sell records but also staying true to what you want to say and the sound that you want to still have you know they have been and i'm not saying this because i have to yeah. but they have literally been so incredible working with me sure and i think i already knew what sound i kind of wanted and the ANRs also were in the same boat like we all knew kind of what i was going to be we all had the same vision yeah of the sound of everything and my A&R, uh, Adam and Aton and Colby, like they've really helped me kind of find how to do it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Did, was that the question? You nailed I don't know, it. But okay. Yeah. yeah. No, but so, you just—you've had a lot of support. Yeah, and it, like no. And they've also kind of let you do your thing. They're not like yeah. put on a wig, dye mm-hmm. your hair, do wear this outfit. Yeah. They're kind of letting you do your vibe. Yeah. They—they they, there's no pressure. Like, of, I mean, there's pressure, of sure. course, but like in a healthy way. Yeah. They like they've just really kind of helped me find a sound that I enjoy and everybody else will, and something that I want to create, and it just makes me want to work harder and harder because now I'm excited yeah. about just everything. Yeah, you, you brought up pressure, and pressure's good at, yeah. sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. as long as it doesn't consume you. Yeah. What are you feeling the most pressure about right now? Because a lot mm-hmm. of pressure, too, is I'm excited. Yeah. You know, I'm excited to do this. Yeah. And there's a lot of things in, in my life that if I don't feel a little bit of pressure, it's like it's either not worth it or I'm not excited about yeah. it. I mean, what, what are the things that you're feeling pressure about right now? I think probably just... I don't, I don't know. I don't think I really have a bunch of, probably the move, honestly. Yeah. I think that's the only thing I feel kind of, because right now the industry kind of shuts down around January. You don't okay. do a lot of sessions. And now I have like all these ideas and like I want to get these songs out, but everyone's coming out with their holiday songs. So I have to wait yeah. to release the next one until after the holidays. And your first album can't be a holiday album. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, so I guess I feel a pressure about that. It's kind of just, it, it's more like impatient. Sure. I guess. And I want to tease the song. I want to do this. I want to do that. And I just, it's not in the books yet. Like I can't until a certain time. Yeah. Well, I mean, clearly you're very driven. Where does that drive come for to continue to strive to be the best? Um, I, I think it's just something I'm really passionate about. Yeah. Like I genuinely like love what I do and I feel so strongly about it. And I think there's this natural drive where I don't even really look at it that way because I'm just so excited to keep doing it. Sure. Yeah. That makes sense. What was the moment? And I want to be successful. Like if I'm doing this thing yeah. and I need to like do it, like yeah. there's no happy. Sorry. No. There's no half doing. <laughs> There's no half butting it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's better. That's well, what was the moment that you were like, I am going to leave CSU. I'm going to stop pursuing real estate. I'm all in on this. Was um, it American Idol or was it a little bit after American Idol? It was um, probably after the first two TikTok videos. And once I started getting calls from like different really? like TV quick? shows. Once because then I was like, OK, I'm doing it. Like, yeah. I'm like, I'm all in. Like, yeah. I, yeah. And I still worked in real estate a little bit while being on Idol and stuff because I could do it from home because I wasn't a realtor. I was an inside sales associate. Mm-hmm. I was one of those people that call you. <laughs> I was a cold caller. Sure. So, yeah. Uh, Look, looks like you're looking for a house there, yeah. Mr. Uh, Jones. Yeah, no, exactly. Not, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I did. Yeah, so it's probably around there. Sure. So, I mean, it was like one of those things where it's like, Let's rock and roll. Yeah. Let's do it. I was, yeah. yeah I was quite, like, let's quite literally, let's rock and roll. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, if I'm doing this and I just started like college, I'm going to do it now and not wait. Like, sure. You know. When you're, you know, 22 right now, looking at, I mean, the super, uh, you know, uh, competitive uh, industry that, you know, you're breaking into currently, looking back, whose career would you want to have like look at that and be like I would love to have that kind of career or like something mm. like that and I, I don't like it's not like a comparative thing no. but like something like that that's good that's a good um I want to say Taylor Swift but that's just because like and not only because she's so successful but I noticed like she got to like do a bunch of things like she was she was in movies and she also like then she sang and then she did tours and she went through that whole process of her artistry changing yeah I just think she's had an amazing career like 
I'm trying. I wish I could think of like. But also, too, talking about being a writer. I mean, there's no uh, better writer oh my than, gosh, than Taylor she's Swift. She's an incredible writer. She's you know? an incredible writer, and it's kind of like I like. Yes, I want to be like. Like that's my main thing is singing and being an artist and a writer. Yeah. But I think it'd be really fun to kind of just do everything. Sure. Like Emma Chamberlain. Like if you were to take Emma Chamberlain, and then add her as a singer, I think she's has an amazing career too. Bada bing, bada boom. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I won't do interviews like her or you because I can't interview people for the life of me. My <laughs> vocabulary needs to expand. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll get you some online courses from CSU. That sounds right, good. Doing, I'll do those when I'm on tour. You're doing phenomenal. Yeah, no, <laughs> you're you. doing phenomenal. Um, yeah, so where can – actually, I got some quick hitters for you. Yeah. Dream venue to, to play at. Mm, Madison Square Garden. Bam. Yeah. Shoot for the moon. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. You're going to be a headliner one day. Thank you. But I don't want to put it all the way there yet. Who was your dream opener, like that you would open up for? Julia Michaels. Julia Michaels. <laughs> Look at you go. Mm. Yeah, yeah. All right, this is a Cleveland edition. Kill, like, or marry. Mm. Pierogies, corned beef sandwich, Polish boy sandwich. What's a Polish boy sandwich? It's a Cleveland sandwich. It's got, like, what? fries. Now I feel and- like a freaking... <laughs> Okay, it's got right kielbasa. Wait, we'll cut, yeah. we'll cut oh, that. We'll cut that. We'll cut that. Okay, okay, okay. Say, okay. or a Polish boy sandwich. Okay, I'm going to marry Polish boy sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> the one that you don't know. Okay, go on. Yeah, yeah. I like kielbasa. And then, oh, see, I'll kill the corned beef one. Okay. Oh, I hate killing. I don't want to kill it. And, wait, kill, what were the other ones? Kill, love, or oh, and I love pierogies. Pierogies yeah. are so fun. They are awesome. Yeah, my friend Amelia loves pierogies. Shout out Amelia. Yeah. <laughs> shout out her. And shout out <laughs> Julia. Uh, also, kill like Mary, Browns, Guardians, Cavs. Ah. Yeah, there you go. Ah. Uh, okay, I like the Guardians. No. No, I'll kill. Wait. Oh, my God. Yep. Guys, I'm dramatic. Okay. <laughs> I'll, okay, I'll kill the Guardians. Okay. I'm sorry. I'll marry the Browns, and I'll like the Cavs. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's a decent I choice. I think that, yeah. Yeah. You're going to marry someone as dysfunctional as the Cleveland Browns? I just think, you know, they can do really well sometimes. They can do really bad sometimes. Well, no, they're always great. But <laughs> yeah, that 0-16 season was <laughs> a real good one. But <laughs> it's always exciting because I think people are so – like, they, like, no matter what, they have so much support. Yeah. And it's like, even if they do, like, poorly, sometimes it's like, it's okay, it's okay. And when they do great, they have a huge amount of support. Like, yeah. no matter what, everyone's just, like, so excited for them all the time. Sure. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, they are excited for all the sports, but I don't know. I just there's something watching th- them. There's, some, there's so much love for the Browns. Like, I, I, I love baseball, so, like, I love the Guardians, but okay. there is something that hits different yeah. with Browns Sundays and, and game yeah. days. I mean, it's like a holiday. Yeah, and Kevin Stefanski is so hot. <laughs> <laughs> Get the silver fox over here for Mary Jo. My goodness. I think he's taken, though, unfortunately. He is. He has a yeah. wife. He is a sorry. I, I can say this in a very straight way. He's a very good looking man. Yeah. 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 He is a very good looking man. Yeah. yeah. Um, wrapping up here, you know, one of the things mm-hmm. is that, you know, you have a public life. You are, you know, all these people know you from TikTok and Instagram or they know you from American Idol. How, how would you describe yourself and who Mary Jo is? Mm. I would say I'm just kind of living life and enjoying the journey, but being self aware while doing it. <laughs> Because if you're not self-aware, then you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> and 
I don't know, just enjoying everything. I think yeah. even like the bad parts. I think it's life is kind of short and just just trying to enjoy it as much as I can and do as much as I can because yeah. I don't know what's next, you know? Sure. Or after. Yeah. <laughs> That's Carp deep. But. Carpe diem. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I have that tattooed on my back. Do you really? Yep. Look at us go. We, we also found out that our favorite uh, uh, flavor of, I can't, I don't want to give them, I'll say it's Celsius. Right. Sponsor is Celsius. Yeah. Is, uh, is orange. It is. It mm. is. It is. I think it's okay to sponsor Celsius. My um, manager was just reaching no, out to them. They need to sponsor us. Oh, that yeah. 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 Okay. Celsius. Yeah. Sponsor. Sponsor us. Sponsor us. We really like your orange flavors. Send us a lot of free ones. <laughs> Please. Mary Jo, thank you so much for, for coming on. I mean, I, I couldn't have been. I'm, I'm so thankful and grateful mm, for you to come thank on. Thank you for having me. Real quick, where can people follow you? Okay. And also, just real quick, what, what is like coming up next? What can we see next from you? When is it going to be out? When can we be on the lookout for it? So, okay, so tours, we're going to announce in like, okay, we've already announced it by the time this comes out. Yeah. Um, what else? Oh, music, probably January, a little bit, like January 6th-ish. Okay. I don't know. That's a rough. And then Mary Jo, period, young is where you can follow me. Lovely. I'm assuming yeah. Joe is your middle name. Josephine. Josephine. It's Mary Josephine Young. But I'm going to change it on the certificate. Are you? To Mary Jo? Yeah, because no one calls me Mary. Are you going to put it? Mary. Are you going to put it all in lowercase letters too? <laughs> uh, I see what you did there. <laughs> yes, I am. All right. Well, <laughs> lovely. All right, Mary okay, Jo. Anything else you, you want to get off your chest? Mm, no. No. You're, you're, she's done with me. She's no, done. No, no. Thank, thank you great. so much. I appreciate thank you. it. Thank you. Thank you. Bam. How awkward would it be if I missed your high five? That'd be great. That'd be good. Yeah. yeah.